couple years down the road, you're uh, doing pretty well. You're still running the Velveeta room, selling out most nights. Yeah. It's a packed room. Great acts coming through. It's like the place to be. If you're like a comic, you know, coming through Austin, it's like, oh, fuck, the Velve is like, oh, wow. Just a weird, fun, like, yeah, the big club is great, but like, man, sure. if you yeah. could do, if you could get a weekend headlining the Velve, nice. do it. Hell yeah. You make a little money. It's a great time. Yeah. Good food. Great weather. Okay. Austin rules. Into this. I'm so into this. that's the reputation, right? Sure. So you're, uh, you know, you're, you're just really on top of shit. You get a little bit of a raise. You end up um, moving in with Ben Cholock. Why? He's got a house. You know, it's two of you guys moving in together. Uh, what what happened to where I was living? Uh, it uh got blown away in a tornado. What? Yeah, there's a tornado that just ripped through Austin and uh, took out. Sandstone apartments. Jeez, you were in the shower when it happened. <laughs> yeah, you were in the shower. You just got a, you just got a new, a new bar of soap. Called, <laughs> okay, called uh, Bubble Max, the biggest bubbles in soap. Bubble Max <laughs> with two X's on the end. Oh man. Okay. And what did uh, it smell like? It smelled like, uh, like fresh laundry. Okay. You know. Yeah. Turn that hot water on. Get it nice and hot. Yeah. Feel that heat across your skin. Ugh. You like to lean your chest out into the stream. So it warms you up on the inside. Okay. And you are all soapy. Right? You've been putting that bar. The Bubble Max works. Bubble Max. The biggest bubbles in soap. (laughs) You were just... You were so, so... At one point, you look up and you go, I'm a soapy boy. Oh, no. To who? Whoever heard you. Anybody who could have heard you, you know? Okay. And then you, you like, say it into the the soap bar like it's a microphone. Yeah. And then you accidentally drop it. You go, uh-oh. And you bend over to pick it up. And then a tornado comes along and rips uh, your apartment down. Yeah. But you, so you're just left standing there totally nude. All the, <laughs> all the suds have blown off you. And you were just bent over, and everybody just laughed at you. Well, hold on. Wait. There were people around. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, people survived and, like, fell to the ground and stuff. There was one guy who uh, got impaled on, like, a steel spike in the parking lot. Oh, my God. And he was just, like, (laughs) he was, like, on his back, just blood pouring out of his mouth. And he just, the last thing he did was look up at your your soapy, wet ass. Yeah. Oh, God. And he just laughed at you. And then he, oh, Oh, and then he died right there. Okay, well, so you move, you move in with Ben. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Did, what, did my roommate survive? Oh, they they moved out the month before. Why? He just got tired of your shit. What do they do? Because you've been like really into soaps lately. <laughs> what? What? Do you-, you start a soap blog. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? It's called uh, a night at the bar with Pat Dean. <laughs> And you you review specifically solid bars of soap. So it opens every one of them opens with like, dude, that is a close hilarious. a close on your bed. Sure, I would I might do this. In and there's life. candle there's like candles around. <laughs> there's Boney James playing in the background, a real sexy riff. 
And then you come into bed in a terry cloth robe, (laughs) and you go, hey, good to see you, America. My name's Pat Dean, and on this show we talk about soaps, and bubbles, and suds, and duds. All right. I'm going to teach you about the best bars of soap out there. Come up to the bar with me, Pat Dean. Ooh, that hurts. And then there's like a close on the flame, and the music intensifies. And then it just cuts to you in the shower, suds and up. Like there's a camera on you and you're shirtless and you're just like talking to the camera about it, you know? Yeah. So you uh, <clears throat> you start this blog. So you're just like really spending all the time in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like your roommates are like, hey, we have to like shower and shit and stuff. Oh, so, but I'm but like. You're, you're in there a lot and your water bill goes way up. I'm testing like several yeah, bars at a you time. You get really into it. Do I do I do I do several at a time or is it like no you usually do you could do like a deep dive on this oh okay so you'll go get like a bar of Irish Spring and you'll spend like a forty minute shower just like making sure you get everywhere <laughs> okay all right so they get tired of it and they eventually move out so you're here by yourself so you move into Ben's sure. right move into Ben's you uh <clears throat> you got a little bit of a settlement. You know, there's insurance on your on what you on what you had. What? <clears throat> excuse me. What? What? Uh, what kind? How much money are we talking? You get uh six thousand dollars. Okay. So yeah, it's like that's how much you get to replace all your shit. Sure, it's not chump change. Yeah, six thousand bucks and a uh, twenty-seven dollar gift card to the Darden Family Restaurants. <laughs> if you come on a Tuesday, they'll give you a free drink. Otherwise, <laughs> they charge you double for the drink. If I use a gift card? Yeah. So you better come on a Tuesday. I will. Okay. I make plans in my head. I, I, I just make a note to myself. Go to like, you know, Red Lobster on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Red Lobster on a Tuesday. Yeah. So. Sounds mighty fine to me. You move in with Ben. Yeah. Right. You get a new bed. You get like a TV. Get some furniture. New clothes. Uh, everything. A little stereo for your room. Whatever. Wow. And you look around, and you're like, you know what? I need a mirror in here. So you uh, you go out to buy a mirror. You go to a place called Reflections. <laughs> oh, fuck. <clears throat> that sucks so bad. <laughs> Reflections, Reflections, the mirror store. And, but it's they spell mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R-E. Why? What? No one does that. Because they are on the cutting edge of mirrors. All right. Dude. Can't argue with that, I guess. You walk into Reflections, yeah. and uh, you're like, fuck, man. They got everything. They got mirrors that have you know, have lights on them. They got mirrors that have like, uh, it's like a sound bar on there, a mirror that's got a little TV in the corner. And you're like, I don't need this. I'm, you know, what am I? You know, who am I? So yeah. I'm playing mirror. You yeah. go up to a guy at the counter, you go, hey, where are your plain mirrors? He just kind of sneers at you, points you into the back. I'm sorry, he sneers at me? Yeah, he just kind of thinks less of you, because you just need like a plain mirror. He's a mirror snob. Yeah. Okay. So you walk back there, you're uh, you're like, look at just a regular old plain mirror. You find one that's got like a, it's like a. It's like two feet wide, two feet high, square mirror. Just hang it up, right? Little black frame it's in. That's it. Nine ninety nine. 
You go, this is all I need. Sure. You pick it up. You take two steps. You, uh, you fart. And then you fart so loud that it knocks a mirror off of a display and it hits you and then you hit a mirror and then that starts like a huge domino effect oh and you no. break about a quarter million dollars worth of mirrors oh my god why were they set up like dominoes <clears throat> they had a whole they had a whole aesthetic you know oh fuck so you're in like deep mirror debt you know the only one left was the one that you were holding that one didn't get broken, and they're like, "You gonna buy I would, that?" I would definitely offer to to buy that. Yeah. Today, I mean, I need them here anyway. You, you need know? them here anyways. Mm. But so, don't they have some kind of insurance for stuff? Yeah, like this? but they they have a they have a ten thousand dollar deductible that they're mm. suing you for. All right, right. So you wind up taking this mirror home, right? You walk in, you like talk to Ben about how crazy it is, you know. And uh, Ben's not in his room. He's like not out anywhere. You know, he's like, uh, you can't really find him. What do you do? Looking for Ben? He's not inside the, the home. I'd definitely knock on his door. Benny. Door. Nothing. I check uh, the front porch. No. I check out back. You go out back. He's like laying on his back, staring at the stars. Okay. What do you say to him? Benny boy. You how, walk up. How are you? How are you? He was, uh, I'm, he's got tears in his eyes. He was, well, oh, no. he was, okay. I finally did it, Pat. I finished my script. Oh, cool. He goes, I want you to take a look at it. Sure. He was, uh, I'll share it with you. Uh, okay. But I want to say this uh -huh. I want to help you with this script yeah I'm offering constructive criticism he he looks at you he goes I'm not gonna need it what he goes you'll see oh you just want me to read it yeah just read it oh okay you're not fine so he shares it with you that is a such a thing Ben would do Ben sucks so bad so you uh you take it inside right yeah you, he like sends you the file, right? It says like final draft. Kryptonite. It's called Kryptonite? It's called Kryptonite. Okay. You open it. And Ben has written a masterpiece. Oh. It's uh That's so tight. It's uh it's a movie about Kryptonite. It's the horse that bucked off Christopher Reeve. Basically, uh, what happens is... Was that, that was the name of the horse or the name of the documentary? It's both. Was the horse named Kryptonite before that happened or after? You don't really know. So, Oh, my God. Uh, basically, what happens is... It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a fictional thing. It starts exactly where we think it starts. Uh, that happens. And then he gets... Uh, he gets like, like... He's like a really tough horse, you know? Yeah. So he gets sent away. And he winds up becoming like a horse cop. 
he's got like a an officer assigned to him and stuff and it's like um a story about how this horse cop like falls in love with a human woman and even like saves a family from a burning uh from a burning home like there's a house that's on fire and kryptonite hears it he like hears them yelling and like screaming and he with his big horse nostrils breathes in the, the smoke in the air yeah and he runs through a field faster than anybody could ever have hoped to have gone <laughs> yeah and he ran right to uh the water main next to the house mm. and he just stood in front of it and kicked back and kicked his feet into it and it broke water went everywhere extinguished Jeez. the flame kryptonite was awarded uh, the city's medal of honor and given all the hay he could fucking eat. What was Christopher Reeves' thoughts on this? I mean, he's not ever brought up after the initial. But he, well, how could they not have brought that up? I, I, no one thought to ask him, "Hey, sir, Christopher Reeve." I mean, you, he had he had I, he had other stuff going on, you know. The know. horse that you know kicked you I mean, off it, and it paralyzed been, you just saved a bunch of. Probably would have been fairly triggering. They probably didn't want to do that to him. I don't know why you're doing that now. All right. Okay. So he writes a masterpiece. Man. Right. It is, it's moving and it's touching. And it's like, you could see Tom Hanks as like <laughs> the lead uh, cool. cop. The guy that rides him. His writer. What's, uh, what's the character's name? He was a uh, corporal bandana. Man. Corporal Daryl Bandana. <laughs> Corporal Daryl Bandana is a horrendous name. He's a lone wolf cop, plays by his own rules. Okay. I love it. He's an unlikely partner. Is it a comedy? I mean, to be honest with you, there are parts of it that are very funny. So it's like a Scorsese thing because yeah, a lot of his I movies mean, have funny moments, but it's not. They're, they're funny moments, but I wouldn't okay. call it a comedy, but it's a very funny script. Oh, the I would go to him. Look, I know you don't want notes. You need to change the name of this guy. This is not in the, the tone that you're using. This does not work. This is like a very silly movie, uh, like where it's like, you know, there's you fight. I don't know, monsters or whatever. And it's very, there's open. no monsters. I, that's what I'm saying. So if you're in that scenario, you can get away with having a name like that. But in a normal film, like the one you're trying to do, this is not going to work. This is, you can, you can't do that. I really don't want you to do that. I mean, I, I want you to do that because it's hilarious, but I don't think he just, he just turns and he goes, when it's this good, it'll, it'll be named what I want it to be named. And honestly, yeah, you kind of get it. <laughs> Do it's I? An excellent script. It's very well written. It's very funny. Okay, so big deal. So what? So what do we do? So what's, what's the, you uh, you like you go to Ben? Would you tell him that you thought it was good? Yeah, I would. What would you tell I'd, him? I'd be honest. I'd go, Ben. This is uh, this script is really great, man. This is the best script I've ever read. Um, I think you've you've captured lightning in a bottle. I really enjoy it. I can't. I mean, I do have no idea why you'd name that guy that, but beyond that, I really really like it. He uh, 
He's having like a Mexican Coke. He kind of like says, thank you. You're welcome. Takes a sip off of it, puts his earbuds back in, just stares up at the stars. He's kind of giving him the moment, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. You see Fine. that he's on his phone. He's looking at his email. You turn and go inside. He clearly like wants to be left alone. Okay. You go inside, close the door, turn around. There's a a crack of lightning. And uh, Ben had caught that lightning in the bottle. It went right into his Mexican Coke as he was drinking it. And then it shocked him and killed him. So he literally caught lightning in a bottle. <laughs> and drank it. Drank it immediately. Yeah. Because you turn and you see it, and you see like that lighting just bouncing around that fucking bottle. Okay, I call I call nine one one immediately. Nine one one gets out there. They go, "Where is he? He's right out there." They leave just mud tracks through your house. They uh, okay, that's fine. They go out there. Yeah, burnt to a crisp. Gee, oh my god! Still got the bottle in his hand. Man, you look at that bottle, and there's something inside of it. It shines, like it twinkles a little bit. What is it? I don't know. I look I look into it. You feel like you could just see forever. Fireman steps in front of you, cuts off your uh eyeline. I could see forever. You think you immediately stop thinking about it. Wait, what does that mean? It, it it's not even a thought that registers to you anymore. I'm just telling you what happened in that moment. I can't believe Ben's dead. You have no memory. I have, I have to tell his parents. You do. So the the like fireman EMS guys come in, they go do you notify next of kin? Yeah. They go, well, they, they give you information like from the city where they're like going to do with his body and stuff. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You call his family, right? They come in, like arrangements are made. His family just like gives you the house. They're like, yeah, you're living here. Jeez. You were, you were his friend. Yeah. Very kind of them. I watched him die. You did. So you're not feeling too good. No, you know? this sounds so bad. I'd rather just live in an apartment and still have my friend. You're $10,000 in debt because you broke that mirror. Oh, right. I mean, all those mirrors. Your oh, best fuck. Dead. Yeah, I def- yeah, I did. Things are not going very well. Son of a bitch. You, uh, you sit there sitting on the couch just watching the TV. Your phone goes off and it says that there's a comment on the script. Like in the Google Drive. What's the comment? You pull it up and it's by uh, it's by a third party. Ben had shared the script with somebody else. And uh, is it? his name is Ollie Dockers. And he's a, he's a publisher. <laughs> For who? Um, sorry, he's like a, he's like a, he like reads scripts. Oh, okay. So he gets the script. And he's like, "Hey, Ben." He's like a producer. Or? Yeah, well, he's not, not not exactly. He's just a guy who's like reading a go between. Okay. Yeah, he's Ben submitted a script to this guy. He's the guy who read it. Usually, right. it's like an assistant that works for somebody at a studio. And he goes, "Hey, man, thank you guys for sharing me on this. Uh, this is great." He goes, I, "I think we can get in front of our my boss, Tom Dan Danvers." He's a famed movie executive. Tom Danvers? Tom Danvers. All right. You know, Tom Danvers will put this right into fucking theaters, guys. I respond immediately, and I write, Ben's dead. 
He goes, oh, my God. He goes, Pat, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. He goes, well, I think it would be best if we made this film in his honor in that case. Well, the thing about it is that he, he I goes, imagine he's pretty happy that this movie's being made, right? He's like, yeah. I feel he, like if we stop. He goes, you guys worked hard on it. That's what I'm saying. If we stop production on it, I feel like. But I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. You know what? Yeah, we got to keep going. We got to do it for Ben. He goes, okay, so you guys wrote this together? Yeah. So you guys, uh, he goes, we're going to give you a $100,000 advance on this. Jesus Christ. They're going to put um, probably like $8 million into the cast. Fuck. Right. What's, gonna, what's my involvement like now? Because like usually when you sell your script, they, you kind of don't really... Yeah, you just wrote it. Yeah, you don't really have much involvement yeah. in the movie, right? Yeah. So I just have a thousand K in the goddamn hundred a hundred thousand dollars that goes to you because Ben is dead. A hundred K yeah, I'm a, I'm an idiot. Uh wait, well hold on. So what happens? So what where does Ben's share go? You get it. He's gonna give it to you. Well, that I don't think I'd feel okay about that. I think yeah. I would definitely talk to his family and go, maybe we can set up some kind of like fund. When he tried to call his family, they just cried. The whole time? Yeah. Okay, then in that case, if I'll it's wait. It's a pretty depressing conversation. Well, then I talk to his fucking, his brother, Davey. Can't ever get a hold of him. I've never met him. And you never will. All right, then in that case, I would just go, all right, well, I'm going to hold on to this money for now. Yeah. Just remember that, you know, 50 grand of that is belongs to Aaron. Or not Aaron, belongs to fucking Ben. I said Aaron because I was looking at you. Yeah, okay. I'm so yeah. So, been smoking you get the 100k all day. Uh, you get the 100k. They're gonna they're gonna make the movie. They're uh, they're gonna cast. Like you said, Tom Hanks. He's doing. They it. get Tom Hanks. He's doing it on the cheap, like scale. Yeah. He's like, I just I just want to make this movie. You know, he's like very into it. He's super excited. Is he a nice guy? He's a great guy. Oh man, he's the best guy you've ever met in your fucking life. <laughs> Better than my father. You know, you guys go play a round of golf, right? <laughs> Me and like, Tom Hanks. The third day you know him, he's like, I'm going out to hit the links. You want to come with me? You, He's very excited. Sure. You guys go play golf together. I call him Mr. Hanks. He goes, call me Tom. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man. You, guys, you guys share a cigar on the 18th green. <laughs> he had a hole in one. <laughs> what was the par? It was one. It was like, well, it was a par three. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. Had one. yeah, he's a hole okay. in one wild and it was like the third time he'd done it on that hole so uh the stuff like that, you know it's interesting the stuff that happens to you in life you know what i mean it's like the stuff happens and then you just go like who the fuck would ever see any of this coming so you um in a million years i would never seen this coming you i make Hank- this movie tom hanks is in it right yeah it does great. my friend tom hanks everybody loves like the screener of it right so you're sitting home right you get a knock on the door It's very loud. I look through the uh, the people. You can't really see through it. All right, fine. I put the chain on the door. Mm-hmm. I open it a few inches. You open the door in the pouring rain, standing there in front of you. It's kryptonite. And he says, where's my money? I go, what the fuck, dude? He goes, Where's my money? I thought you were dead. He goes, Where is it? What is your what are you talking about? 
it was that script was written about me knowing I would get half of what you guys were making. Where is it? All right. You see his big nostrils flare. Is he? Yeah, he's upset. He's upset. Okay. I have it in a bank account downtown. Here's what we're going to do. I was given Ben's shares because Ben is dead. He goes, I don't care. Okay. I want my money. I, okay, hold on. I'm going I'm, I'm to explain myself. So there's three parties involved. You, myself, Ben, though he's dead. We're going to go. Let's, let's just go one third on this. He goes, that wasn't the deal. But what, what deal? This is the first I've heard of this fucking thing. He goes, because you didn't write the fucking movie. What? He goes, Ben wrote the whole thing. You didn't write any of it. Ben wrote it. I helped. You read it. <laughs> so he kind of like turns, a tear rolls down his cheek. He turns to walk away. Why would you? I mean, you're a horse. And then he bucks up and he kicks the door. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> he kicks right through the steel door and he plants a hoof right in the middle of your fucking face. Oh, man. You look up and you see just his balls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Are they big? They're huge, man. Fuck. When you look at him, do you think they grow a little bit in size? Almost like he's struck again. What is this guy's fuck? Well, guess what, shithead? You're not getting anything now. I'm dead. I had all the money. You're not getting anything. Yeah. I die satisfied. Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck you, frankly. He gets nothing. Fuck him. The movie gets made, right? And people discover him on the internet. And they're like, oh, it was an accident. You know, shouldn't he got a bad rep? There's a GoFundMe for him. He makes like $125,000. Jesus. Yeah. He does all right. But you fucking died. <laughs> you fucking died. 